Uh, I accidentally played it twice. Welcome back to another episode of Grace's Space. We're here today with our special guest, Kyle, also known as Twitter user DLO Punch Front. Everyone say hi. All right, so we're gonna start by asking Kyle about his opinions, of course, most important part. So yes. are you more of an NCAA or an elite fan? Okay, so traditionally I was definitely an NCAA fan, but recently like all my favorites were like in the senior graduating classes. So like at the moment I'm undecided. Very understandable. <laughs> So then we'll go on to which is your favorite team. You can do both NCAA and elite. And then who's your favorite gymnast of all time? Oh, all time. Okay. So my favorite NCAA team, um, it's a tough one. I guess I will pick Iowa Gymnastics. Like if I have to, <laughs> I'm joking. If anyone knows, I'm really obsessed with them. And then my favorite NC, I mean, elite team, um, probably the Canadian national team. Definitely eat them up every time they fall 20 times on beam. Um, and then I would say my favorite gymnast of all time is Wang Yang. Or I don't know how you pronounce her name. I think it's just Wang Yan, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay, yeah. And then Wang Yan. I love I her. so much. She's such a queen that she just like kind of unretires every so often just to do gymnastics for her province. Well, I saw something like a few months back saying like she was wanting to return, return. Like I saw that she was like on the national team. Maybe like I misread it. I saw that too, I think, but I also don't trust China. No, I don't trust them at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't They're trust my favorite them at all. But I don't trust them at all. I never trust them. Because I know they're going to break my heart every single time. Like, Lee Shija, like, I don't know where she is. She could be long gone from the sport of gymnastics, but I'm still praying on her comeback. I just try not to think about it. I'm, last time I asked a few months ago, um, they said she was training in her province now, which is probably better because yeah. I'm not going to break her as much. Let's hope. I, I try not to think about it. Yeah, it's very, like, Romania gymnastics and Chinese gymnastics and Russian gymnastics are all like a reality TV show. They really are. Like sometimes your favorite does bad, sometimes your favorite does good, but you, you have to pick know. and choose your battles. You never know. And yeah. it's, it's exciting because you never know, but it's also terrifying. It's so much stress. <laughs> Like, oh, you, Sean, crashed her de uh, double twisting her chingo. Like, sometimes you get that, but <laughs> then sometimes you get Guan Chin Chin Olympic beam medalist champion. And then sometimes you get Guan Chin Chin retired. Is she actually? Yeah, she's going to school. Okay, I, I respect the hustle. I you do. You go to one Olympics and then she pieces out. Right, I think... I think she's girl boss for that. She she got her gold and then got out before they could break all her ligaments. You know what? I respect her. She she knew too well what was going to happen to her. She knew she was going to end up breaking if she stayed. Yeah, I respect it. Now she's just out there making TikToks with Lee Chi. They're both going to university. Genius era, intellectual era. We have to stand. We really do. Okay. 
But now, before we get into the, the full gymnastics conversation, we got to talk about Pop-Tarts. So this week, we're going to talk about the grape Pop-Tart. It's apparently new. I've seen some things about it. Um, what are your thoughts on a grape Pop-Tart? I absolutely hate, hate, hate grapes. Like, grape flavor things are so gross. And I'm not the biggest Pop-Tart fan, so I feel like it's something I will very much stay away from when in the store. I think it would taste like NyQuil. <gasps> oh, it 100%, <laughs> it 100% will taste like NyQuil. <laughs> oh yeah, you nailed that one right on the head. And it, the inside of it looks like that color. Oh no! I mean, no you could try it. No flavored thing has ever tasted like a grape. Uh, no, it's always so processed, so artificial, and so gross. Like I'm a whore for grapes. I would eat like a whole like pound of grapes in one day, no problem. But anything grape flavored is disgusting. Okay, yeah, like green grapes, I could eat for the rest of my life. Literally. But like grape flavored things, girl, I'm staying away from them. They are so gross. Nasty. You get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we really just covered it all with that. Once I said Nyquil. Yeah, you really hit the spot with that one. You hit the nail on the fucking head. <laughs> can I cuss? You can. You hit the yeah. nail on the freaking head. <laughs> All right, so now we got to get into the gymnastics because we had Pan Am Championships this week and we could actually watch them. That's not saying I did. Um, oh, no. I didn't either. Um, but there was a stream this time. Yes. So there's lots to talk about. So there were juniors first. Oh. And the format was, like, kind of weird. For juniors, there was – Qualifications was team finals as well. That's when team medals were awarded and all around medals. And then they had separate event finals. But Is that how Junior Worlds was set up a few years back? Yes. Okay. But for seniors, it was everything. All the individual medals were awarded in quals and there was a separate team final, which I don't oh. think I've ever seen a format like that before. So they're not even doing event finals for no, seniors? No. Oh. Oh, yeah. I have never seen that before. That's unique, to say the least. Yeah, it's a choice. But I'm glad there was a team final because it was fun. That Like, I love team finals. They're so exciting. I woke up so late. I woke up at 1, and I was just scrolling <laughs> through my timeline. And apparently everyone was, like, talking about, like, how the Brazilian crowd, you could just feel them wanting the Americans to fall. And you know what? I am I like an honorary, that. I'm an honorary Brazilian when it comes to that. <laughs> like I was one of those in the crowd. Like I wasn't there physically, but mentally and spiritually, I, I was there. But in all aspects, except physical, yes. I am a part of the Brazilian Pan-American team final crowd. Yes, literally. <laughs> so for our junior results, we had the U.S. winning team final with Canada in second and then Argentina in third. Argentina, we had a breakout junior star that's going to break everyone's hearts in a year. Isabella Ahaya. Oh, my God. Most I was seeing 
all the clips on like Twitter of like the Argentinian juniors and girl I I fell in love I know it's a mistake but I'm obsessed I just it was so beautiful it was truly a cultural moment yeah yeah so for and then for all around we had gold was Dulce Kaler from the U.S. and no one has ever heard of her up until last week so that's kind of fun. I like I like that she spiced it up. That is just the mood in USA Gymnastics recently. Like you are, you're going to get some girl from far left field come out, do well, and then you know she's probably going to disappear. Yeah. <laughs> there was literally not a single video of any of her gymnastics before oh. this because it was all either it was all like behind flow. Oh, any, and there was nothing else. So, like, literally, no one had ever seen her. And then she just comes out and she's like, Oh, yeah, I win. Do you know what gym she's from? She was a, she's a Texas Nightmares refugee. She's now at World Champions. Oh, I don't think that's any better. I, but it's slightly better, at least. We know it's, like, it's better. Injured, it's but like, her gymnastics will become 10 times more uglier over time. <laughs> I just feel like they're, like they're over-concentrated at WCC now. I've, yeah, it's, it feels like a gym that would be very intense. And I feel like each month you're there, each revolution of a wolf turn you add to your turn. <laughs> you're so right. But yeah, I there just was, feel like they have too many elites. I don't know how you can give them all enough attention. Like, it's going pretty well, it seems like, so far. But I feel like there's going to be a point where it's not going to work. And they also have a ton, a ton, a ton of level 10 gymnasts. Yeah. So, like, they have so many high-caliber gymnasts. And I don't know how each gymnast is getting attention, but... I know. I don't know how they do it. But yeah. so far, it's working, so... Hopefully it stays that way. Yeah, let's hope. And then we had Tiana in second, and she kind of, like, ate up event finals, too. She got vault, beam, and floor gold. So Honestly, I'm not surprised at the beam. She could have fell three times, and I still would have been a stand for her for beam gold medalist. She was a slay. Her um, back handspring, step out, back handspring, layout two foot is so gorgeous and it's so consistent. And then, so third place was our favorite new Argentinian junior who we talked about, Isabella Ahaya. She just, she ate everything, left no crumbs. She's going to break all our hearts someday. I love her. And for seniors, so this was the World Championships team qualifier. And even though there was a team final, the team qualifiers were decided in the qualifying round. So top five teams advanced, Brazil, the US, Canada, Argentina, and Mexico. And then we finally got what we deserved. Flavia Sariva, all around champion. I did not see that one coming, but honestly, God 
God knew what we've been through recently, and he gifted us with that one. He did. We needed this. We deserved this. It's everything we could ever ask for. And the fact she hit bars, did she get a high 13 on bars as well? You're going to have to ask someone who watched. <laughs> I think she like, got a really decent bar score, and I was like, huh? I haven't seen the routine, and I heard it was a lot of home scoring going on, but mm -hmm. I saw that score, and I said, girl, now, really, like, she came out of nowhere with that bar score. I saw her beam routine, though. Oh, it's just, no one does it like her. No one. Uh, her ring leaps on beam. Oh, my God. And then it was Lexi Zeese in silver and Sky Blakely in bronze. But there was also some other exciting things that happened in qualifications. We got two new named skills in the code for Team Canada. Ava got the front double pike bars dismount named, and Danelle got the clear hip pack named. Um, Ava, I love you, girl. But that dismount is an injury waiting to happen. You I'm, got it. I'm going to be honest, Never. it was giving Chuck Produnova landing. Oh, that's how it is every time. Every time I, like, close my eyes when she dismounts. It's always so scary. And I'm on the edge of my seat for all the wrong reasons. Let me just say that. And then Danelle Pedrick, I love you. I respect the hustle. But that skill, the clear hip pack, is just, it's not for me. I like but, it, actually. Oh, you do? Yeah, I thought it was, I think it's, like, it wouldn't work in a lot of routines, but I feel like with her, it's it works. Um, I also think it was undervalued because I think that would be kind of harder than an actual pack. Oh, is it? It's is it rated the same as a pack? I think a pack's a D, and it was rated C. What? Girl. It's innovation. Girl, fit. One thing about them, they're gonna undervalue all of the wrong skills. Mm-hmm. But since you're our resident Team Canada stan, I wanted to ask what you think this competition means in terms of world selections. <laughs> I think it means everything and back. So assuming Ellie Black is, you know, back and healthy, full in action, honestly, she doesn't even have to be fully in action. She just needs to be alive and yeah. able to do a routine. So that's one spot taken. I think Rose Wu, I mean, she is going to hit domestically for the life of her. Like, she's going to do well domestically. So they're always going to take her. And she deserves it. Shalyn Olsen, I know she's not the biggest favorite. She did uh, flop, though. I saw that. Fifth in vault. And, like, who even did two vaults? I saw she got like a mid or low 13 today on the team final vault. So I'm confused what happened there, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think she's going to be a lock and I think it leaves two spots. And I think Ava Stewart, Danelle Pedrick and Cindy Turner are all fighting for that last two spot. But I think that Pan Am show that the team is very weak on beam. 
So I think that leaves open a spot for maybe a Cassie Lee or a Clara Raposo. Has Clara Raposo, has she even competed in the last like year and a half? No. But am I still going to find a way to put her on the world's team? Yes. As you should. As you should. Yeah. But yeah, my analyst was definitely that this was a very important competition for all of them and that it solidified a solid three. Now it's just finding a two to complement the team. Thank you for your insight. I, I'm just really ready to see Ellie Black again. She's one of my sentimental favorites. I've loved her from the beginning. I had her 2012 floor music when I was in level seven. I don't remember what years that was, but I love her. And she has the Pike Takachev, so a clear hit Pike Takachev half oh, coming. Oh, yeah. I think she's going to fall on it every single time, but I respect the hustle, girl. <laughs> so true. And then this morning we had team finals. Um, Canada got it together on beam a little bit more to get into bronze position. And then the United States was in second and Brazil in first by two points. So that was pretty crazy, pretty awesome. The crowd was loving it. I think they um, just like willed Kayla to fall off the beam. <laughs> they like mentally cursed her. <laughs> they, they were putting some spells on her and I, I'm not opposed to it. No, I, I mean, it's all fair game. <laughs> right? If you're at... It's allowed. <laughs> everything's allowed. You know, Tim Daggett says defense is not allowed. It was this <laughs> competition. It was this competition, baby. And now people are all, all up in the timeline like, well, it was America's B team, so they'll be totally fine in Brazil by 30 points at Worlds. Well, first of all, it's not like this was Brazil's A team either. Rebecca didn't do it all around. She didn't do the Chung or the Aminar. And Jaji Barroso is injured. Lorraine is like coming off an injury, I think. She didn't compete in quals. So sit down. If you want to talk about America's supremacy, then go on a Starbucks date with Christian Walker. But Oh, oh my God. Did you see the fight of him and Kalani <laughs> at the drive? <laughs> That was my highlight of my week, honestly, seeing Kalani's facial reactions. But back to gymnastics. <laughs> um, right, they're saying that, but like, I feel like only Flavia was in best peak shape for Brazil. 100%. But so, like, they both have room for improvement. Like, Brazil can do better than this. They have yeah. people. So, like, don't, don't think that the United States has worlds in the bag because they don't. Oh, no. And honestly, I saw a tweet from Lori for Tokyo. I'm still going to call her that no matter what, or him that no matter what. But I saw him say that, like, U.S. for fourth at Worlds. And I kind of just want it for the chaos and the downfall of the gym tonight. It would be so funny. Listen, like, just imagine China on the growing on your timeline and seeing U.S. for fourth. Oh my god, and the U.S. reporters, too, they'd lose their minds. Oh my god. So we're going to manifest that. 
So that's about the, the cliff notes of Pan Am Games, but we've got more to talk about. So we're gonna move on to NCAA news. There's not a lot this week, but there's a couple things. So we had Hallie Mossett. She was the assistant coach at LIU. She did choreography there too. She's now the assistant coach at Stanford. I really like that change. I really do. Like Stan, I'm just sad that it came after Kyla Bryant graduated and we're not gonna get a Kyla Bryant routine choreographed by Hallie Mossett. No, why did you bring that up about Kyla Bryant being retired? That is too raw on the heart right now. I miss her so much. I, all right, she was a coach at the Utah camp and I'm like, please go to coaching. I need to see you. Yes. And then speaking of Kyla's, we had Kyla Ross promoted to assistant coach at Arkansas where she was previously volunteer assistant. And now Arkansas is like, we're the first NCAA team with coaches that are all Olympians. And I'm like, okay, how about you become the first NCAA team coached by all Olympians that is not ranked second to last in the SEC first. Right. I, I'm going to be careful about what I say about Arkansas. I have very strong opinions on them. <laughs> and the opinions are very strong considering the Jim Turnett's opinions on them. But I think the program is more based around the coaches than the athletes. And that is one of my biggest pet peeves. And I feel like Kyla being promoted now is just gonna reinforce that. So I would love to see the program try and shift the attention back to the athletes, but that's all I have to say. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, like, I don't really have much to say about the Kyla promotion in terms of like, if it's a good decision or not, because I just don't really know how much she's done yet because it's only been one season um but hopefully it'll be a good move at least coaching wise she seems like a good coach but again yeah. we need the I, results to show it yeah i don't really know i'm not too impressed by arkansas's beam like i it's just not something i remember of theirs yeah, but I feel like if you have the name of Kyla Ross, it's going to be hard not to get a paid position anywhere. So I, mm -hmm. I'm, I just, I need the results to start matching what everyone's hyping up. I agree. All yeah. right. And now our favorite segment of the podcast, Jim Turnett News. And today's biggest news comes not really from the Jim Turnett, but actually from figure skating Twitter. Our good friends over there discovered Ian. Oh, may we keep them in the, our prayers as they <laughs> fight on this new battle in their community. <laughs> so apparently he's been in figure skating Twitter. He's got lots of runners there too, but he was massively exposed. And man, it was great to watch and I just need to show everyone this video um, because it's literally the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So he's out here on figure skating Twitter and he's 
pretending to be Ukrainian. Like he told everyone he was from Ukraine, he would like post about living in Ukraine and how all his family members were being killed on the streets and how the war was affecting him and no one else should talk should ever complain about anything because it's so much worse in Ukraine. And he posted one of those um, like voice tweet things, like a voice memo, but it's a tweet. And Russian I just need you, I need you all to listen to it. This needs to be immortalized because it's so funny. I'm so sick of the Russians that live in my fucking town. They're all so fucking annoying. I cannot take them anymore. They just live here and they all they do is bitch. Bitch, 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 bitch. But America and all these fucked up things that they hear on their stu- Our city still provides, our, our, rather our state still provides these Russians their own, like their news channels for Russia. Like Channel One and like Russia 24 or whatever the fuck. And these bitches are at supermarkets spreading saying that ukrainians are fascists on their phones while i'm in line trying to mind my own fucking business i hate it here i really want to and i wanted to turn around and punch them in the face but i couldn't sucks i hate it but i can't i'm like i'm pissed i'm still pissed and it's been about an hour and i'm still pissed I love my favorite part of the video is him just throwing every curse word he knows, every sentence, to make it seem like that big of a deal. Like, they're in supermarkets. That sent me. Oh my God. I don't know how anyone like hears that and thinks, oh, he's actually Ukrainian. Like, right? he has the most American accent I have ever heard. Like, Ian lives in the suburbs of nowhere, Detroit. He's never been outside of his, he's probably never been outside of his house, let alone the country. And he goes, I'm pretty sure he goes to like a private school. So, and this man is ranting about a war and how he, no one can complain and he's cosplaying as someone who's like going through actual stuff. And he lives in the suburbs of Detroit, goes to a private school. It's just, it's so disgusting. And I really worry about him in the grand scheme of things mentally. Yeah. I feel like I just worry about him. He's, There's, he terrifies me. But like the way he like manifests these like potentially dangerous traits is just so hilarious to me. Why is he so set on on being obsessed with Ukraine in niche Twitter fandoms? It, it really disgusts me, especially because like now he's like, cause he used to, so I was like one of the original people to get him canceled on gym Twitter back in 2018. Oh my God. And he ran this like account on Instagram trying to advocate for a revolution in Ukraine. Oh, yeah. It's 
he is very, I think he's someone who needs a lot of help. And I really hope he gets the help because I think it's just very dangerous of what he's doing. And it's very sad. Yeah, I agree. All right, so my Zoom is starting to run out of time. So we're gonna have to wrap this up. Um, so make sure, oh wait, I have to ask you the ending question first. If you could retire, unretire, I say this every time. If you could unretire one gymnast, only one, who would you unretire? I'm gonna say her, but I, is she actually retired? Probably not. Robe, uh, Larissa Gerdaki. Oh. I don't know if she's actually retired. I just, I don't want to see her go. <gasps> oh, but a fun one is Maria Holbaro. I don't know how you pronounce her last name. She slayed at the Olympics. Everyone oh, no thought she was going to go there, and then she went there and ate. Yeah, but she, she really did. And then she, like, stuck her round off tucked full on beam right that was so iconic yeah i just want larissa to like have functioning limbs yeah i i think it's for the best if she stays retired for her body but okay. i would just love my to see mental people. health I <laughs> right but my mental health i need her back i need to see her <laughs> All right, so I hope you enjoyed this episode of Grace's Space. Make sure to smash like, hit subscribe, download this podcast. If I get 1,000 downloads by 6 p.m. tonight, I will drive to the suburbs of Detroit in Bare Knuckle Box and, um, yeah, and also make sure to give this podcast a five-star rating. Can we get as many five-star ratings as Ian has burner accounts on the gym internet? Let's go, guys. See you next week.